Hey friends, this week I'll be at the St. Charles Zanies. That's June 22nd through 24th. Next week I'm at Rosemont Zanies. That's June 28th through July 1st. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, just come on out and say hello. Hope you're having a great summer. Now entering Nerdist.com. Thinking outside the box, and the box that came in, the line leading the nearsighted, four out of five doctors recommend not listening. This is Cash Withdrawal, and four out of five doctors recommend not listening. Ah, the buttery, tasty licks of the Cash Withdrawal sextet, and it's great to be back. I'm Cash Levy, and welcome back to... Uh, Cash Withdrawal, the show you come to when you're having some withdrawal symptoms uh, from my other show, Cashing In with T.J. Miller. And I'm sure I've got somebody waiting out in the foyer uh, wanting to get in and kind of spill their guts. And it's always exciting to know what comes in. Uh, tassels, yeah, can you put that down? It's, that looks really heavy. Can you can you let the next guest in? Next, uh, Yes, I'd like to do another session show with another. Oh, my God. It's, hey, it's, 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 it's Wait a second. Is it... Lo- you look. I thought. Uh, is this Lawrence see, Thomas? Yeah, well, I don't know if you recognize the voice. It's not Lawrence Thomas. It's me. It's me. Steve Mazon. Yeah. What but, the? What the? Who the? Well, where the? Right, here's what. Here's what happened. It's a. It's actually not a long story, but I'm going to make it long. Uh, I as, thought, as you often do. <laughs> why stop now, uh, folks? Have you seen a show? <laughs> yeah, make a short show. Make a show, short joke long. If you got a day to live, <laughs> spend it with me. <laughs> Uh, I want to do. I know that uh, Lawrence often gets ignored. Yeah, uh, by, by tassels. tassels. And I didn't have an appointment today, and I didn't oh, know how to get in. So you're trying to sneak in. I, sh- I thought I'd, I'd I'd pull a sneak in on you and see if I could sneak oh, in here. Oh wow! And so, tassels is sharp. So though. I dressed up as Lawrence, but she she sniffed it out. I guess they're, they're well. You might smell differently. Than I Lawrence. think that might be what she doesn't like about Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that as uh, is, is his 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 smell. Does it bother his, you? His that, does it bother you that GQ magazine smells better than than? I mean, I, I me? feel like these yeah. magazines smell better than me when I open them up. Oh, like, they definitely like. It's a magazine to be read or to be smelled. Some of these magazines are, yeah. They how do they do that? Yeah, they they do smell fantastic. And they have you ever have you ever tried to <laughs> find in the table of contents in one of those magazines? Like that's no. always a tough thing too. No, like I always I just give up and start flipping through until I find what I'm looking for. But like it's. There's there's about fifty three cologne ads and and uh, you know fashion ads and it's, it's very hard to find yeah. a table of contents in there. I judge men by the magazines I see by them the, reading yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I, I feel like I when I see someone reading, you know, GQ even. Yeah, do you downgrade them a little? Yeah, I think well, you definitely make presumptions about them, right? You're like, you know, yeah, or, or men's if they're above a certain age, if yeah. they're reading men's what is it? Men's Health. Men's Health. or yeah. Any of these magazines where really they're just pushing products, you know, yeah. and, and, and shirts that might make you look good. Right, right. I actually, I, I downgrade men that dress too handsomely in casual settings. A little met- metrosexual, like those those kind of guys that are... I don't think I judge them any... Well, yeah, I don't think I judge them in any kind of a, you know, um, sexual it, orientation way. I think right. I judge them in terms of their... Their soul. I go yeah. much further than that. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah, feel like right. yeah. I feel like if you know, like like my son had a graduation. Right. Come on, he's in kindergarten. Yeah. 
uh, the other day. Yeah, and, not anymore. You know, <laughs> well, he didn't graduate. <laughs> oh, but, uh, <laughs> sorry to pick ooh, <laughs> Touched ooh. a spot there. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you ooh, should address uh, better. I did not know that. <laughs> But he smelled fantastic. <laughs> that magazine you rubbed on him well, it really worked. Uh, <laughs> no, he he um, he actually. So so it's a graduation, and yeah. and the women were all dressed up for some reason, right? And all right, okay, you yeah. know, even April looked much nicer than she often than a, does. Than a normal, yeah. She yeah. had her hair done, not done special, but she did it herself. Right. You know, it, which is rare for her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it might be a week at a time where her hair. And that's one thing I love about her. I don't. I don't. I don't care what you're, you know, right. wearing or whatever. You know what she looks like. But there was a percentage of the men that 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 really had put some thought into mm. their outfits. Yeah. And those men are not men I respect. <laughs> They're not men. And those men will burn in hell. Am I going too far? No, I, I, no, I don't think so. What uh, What did you bring to the game? What did you? What did uh, you? Well. Here's part of the thing I was saying about April: it's swimming kind of a, flippers and a cowboy hat. It's ironic that I'm sort of somewhat. Um, I don't know if it's vain or but, but concerned about the fact that I don't get too heavy because mm-hmm. mainly though it's a pant size thing. I just don't want to go up a pant size. Yeah. I don't like shopping that much. Yeah. I want to continue to wear the pants I wore okay. in 1978. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. But but so that's the biggest reason why I don't like my belly to get too big. But from a vanity standpoint, it's funny that I kind of care how I look sometimes. But not enough to do anything about the skin problem I have. You know, I've got like a <laughs> giant, like bleeding, uh, you know, skin falling off. I have psoriasis on my elbows and my knees, yeah. and I just don't do anything about it. So I was thinking that day, like, not only did I show up just wearing completely, basically, think something you'd wear to the beach, right? But I have to be like. I know people probably perceive, because they don't know I'm a comedian or I do right, anything right. with my life. Yeah. It seems like I'm probably a guy that doesn't have a job. Right, I show right. up and pick chance up at school right. on a double bicycle. Yeah. Uh, a triple bicycle wins. I was on the front. Right. So it's the three of us. And I'm always like wearing really, you know, basically clothing I got at the Lost and right, Found. Right. And But it's not just that. It's the bleeding knees and elbows. And I, I think people probably think... Of April, like, oh, that poor woman. You know, <laughs> she's well, they definitely think that. <laughs> I can attest if you were looking for an honest answer. <laughs> anyway, it's weird though to care about some aspects of yeah. your appearance, but not others. Sure. And it's maybe it's not weird. It's actually quite normal, I guess, because yeah. that's the way it is for me. Yeah, I think I for care. everyone it is. Yeah, right. I, I'm sure a lot of people would prefer someone that's a little less vain about uh, maybe, the, you know, their weight level. Yeah. Uh, and more uh, worried about the fact that they're wearing. I always have holes in my shirts, right. you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and I just don't care. Yeah. So uh, well, that's my know. theory. You and I, I think I've talked about it. Where I, I believe we're we're defined by our hypocrisies. Oh. You know what I mean? In a good yeah. way. In a Absolutely. good way. I don't mean that. In no. like, no. I mean we're all hypocrites, and it's funny where we draw draw the lines on that. Absolutely. And, and, and that kind of thing. Um, hey, did you want to sit down? We have a choice. We've got. Uh, oh. You can sit on the old Rubik's cube. Uh, the mm. mini Rubik's cube, the keychain version, yeah, or the uh, the the bust of uh, Mackie Sasser. Uh, I'm going to do the bust of yeah, Mackie Sasser because okay, yeah. it looks like someone's working yeah, on the Rubik's okay, cube. Yeah, it was have solved. We're having our couch reupholstered, yeah. so I just thought I'd uh, you know have you sit. Oh yeah, yeah. this is fancy. Oh yeah, yeah, Mackie's yeah. comfy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, go on. What were you saying? So we are defined by our hypocrisies to some extent. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, again, I mean, in, in terms of what we spend money on, I think sure. it's classic. That often is a, a case where people are hypocritical. They'll be like. 
I mean, I can't believe you're spending money on who would buy that? And right. then their 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 drinks alone, their alcoholic tab, right, right, right. you know, was one hundred and fifty dollars that night. And you're like, God, you you could have gone on a, a, a small vacation. You know, I would, I would, right, right. I would never fly Delta. You know, yeah, I'd only fly Spirit Airlines. It's much cheaper or whatever. Right, right. And then you see they just you know burn all that money on alcohol or whatever, right, some, or vice versa, some other thing. Exactly. And again, I I only mean it as it's funny where we draw the lines on the things we make a stand for because yeah. we we all can be pointed out then towards yeah. like why do you like this but not this. On, on your point though, don't we all like the guy? Don't we? Don't we rather like the guy wherever you go? Uh, let's say picking up the kids or the store or whatever. So there is the guy, the metrosexual, not just just in the way he dresses. Right. I'm, I'm talking not about not making that. a guy, sexual, not judgment. a sexual yeah. thing, but just uh, how he dresses. Don't we rather? Don't we love the guy, the painter that shows up and he's got paint all over him and he's yeah. He's obviously just his hair is messy and yeah. he, he, like I like that guy better right away. Don't but that, you? but that that's that's why we're friends. We're the kind yeah. of people that like that guy better. But yeah. there's some people that somehow are that guy makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, the unkempt person. Right. And those people you are know, called women. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. They like, they like a good looking There's guy. a word for those people. <laughs> Girls. Girls. They like good looking people who dress nice. Hey, I've been waiting to tell you, by the way. I, uh, uh, I Did you hear Al Pacino? This is true. Al Pacino is going to play Joe Paterno. They're doing oh. a documentary about uh, Joe Paterno, and I, I saw the trailer already. And uh, well, I would assume this is good casting. Right? Well, yeah, I mean it's it's great. Al Pacino yeah. playing uh, Joe Paterno, yeah. you know, the old coach of uh, yeah. Penn State football team, and and the trailer is uh, Joe Paterno is going. He's he's got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that kid had a great. He's got a great ass, and he wrapped up inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him in the shower. Yeah, great ass. It's so unfair. It's so unfair that your legacy is is yeah, defined by the last one. thing that happens. Yeah, and you know, like when you look at like, it's always bummed me out that the dude from Ohio State, uh, the coach that jumped on the kid's back. Yeah, look at a clip of that if you've never seen it. He jumps on the is kids. Is this Woody Hayes? Is that yeah, what it was? right. And you I know, think. and he was a fantastic coach. I'm sure yeah. for many years to have, yeah. you know been at that level. He's probably better at anything in his life than any of us maybe at ours. Right, right. In our lives, and uh, which is my go-to thing now. You know, <laughs> I'm always like, I'm better at what I do than anything you'll ever do in your lifetime. <laughs> you, you, that's I think you need to understand that. <laughs> like when people question uh, me being a comedian. Yeah. So we we're talking about this comedians. We don't get it. If you're not a household name famous, you don't get any credit. Right. And yeah. I was, you know, it's like, I mean, can you make a living? My, my mom gets that question all the time. It's like, you know what? Um, to be a professional comedian, I was crunching the numbers. I called you yeah. the other day. How many professional comedians are there? Yeah. Well, in the we, world. Well, in the whole world. Then? Yeah. Maybe 5,000 in the world. Yeah. That are that are making a living, supporting their family or whatever. Maybe and maybe, maybe 5, I would guess 000. I would guess well, half that. Let's say five thousand. Let's say five thousand full time. Yeah, kind of thing. okay. Yeah. Let's say three three thousand. Okay. Um, I looked it up. There were ten thousand uh, Olympic uh, people that made the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Now, if you looked across the room and you said to my mom, "Yeah," uh, and she said to her friend, "Yeah, he was in the Olympics uh, three years ago." Right. Well, that's that's success. That yeah. I would define that as success. Sure. And the person wouldn't be like. Uh, have I heard of him? Yeah. Where can I see him? She'd be like, "No, he's uh, he's he's in ice dancing. Not a lot of people see that." Right. Or 
he yep. does the ribbons competition, <laughs> right? right. Oh, which that. is a legitimate competition. Now, <laughs> That's you know it. what I mean? Yeah. And they wouldn't be like, oh, I. They, they wouldn't judge the fact they hadn't heard of me if you say someone's won an Olympic gold medal. Right, even. And, right. and again, that makes it smaller. Yes. But still, if you say that, that person's a success. Right. But uh, if you say someone's a comedian, unless they're a household name, somehow yeah. it's perceived that they're a failure. Anyway, I get a little defensive about it. Yeah. Uh, where can I see you? Well, you're, you're looking at me right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> you open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not that tall, but you're looking at me right now. Can you just, you know? And, uh, and let me just say this, and let's make no bones about it. I am better at what I do. <laughs> Than anything you've ever done in your lifetime. Anyway, that's my go-to right, thing. Right. Yeah. But that's I the like thing. That. Your final, your final thing, your final thing that you remember. I mean, someone's final. And the problem is, people often aren't at their best at the end of right, their life. I was just so, going to say, like, that, yeah, yeah, Joe. I don't know Joe Paterno's involvement with what happened. Right. I don't pretend to know all the details. Of, and I'm sure right. most people don't know as much yeah. as they might have even read. Right. There's no way to know what the full truth was. Yeah. But it's a shame that. Uh, this act of somebody else, let's be clear about that, right. somehow defined his whole legacy. Right. So maybe Pacino can turn that around and people and be like, yeah. he's, got a, he's got a good grass. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if anyone could do it, it's Pacino. Yeah. But I was, we were talking about the, uh, you gave me one of my favorite books I've ever read. It's called The Undoing Project yeah, uh, yeah. by uh, uh, Michael Lewis. And uh, it's such a great book. Um, I really highly recommend reading it's it. It's so funny because you, what you yeah. liked about it, one of the things, and it, yeah. it's a fantastic. It's a, it's a kind of, uh, it's the guy who wrote Moneyball. Yeah. And then I saw him on Conan talking about it, and it's so funny because I didn't tell you I recommended the book to you, but one of the things Conan said he liked about it was this friendship that the two guys yeah. had. Yeah. And it's funny because you came back afterwards and you were like, as much as I liked it was these two yeah. guys that are. Uh, uh, psychologists yeah. and, and do a bunch of studies that have basically changed the world. Yeah. Um, you came back with the same thing. You're like, it was amazing all the things they discovered, but the friendship was an amazing uh, Yeah, the friendship was an amazing story. And if you don't like uh, nonfiction, and I'm, I lean towards fiction because I like to try to just go to a different place. Yeah, a little escapism. And, yeah, escape from this terrible life I'm living. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I mean, you've seen it. It's a debacle. You, know? you don't have to tell me. I mean, <laughs> Our debacles cross in a little Venn diagram kind of but, thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, but you, I, try, I usually try to escape. But that's what yeah. I liked about this book is that um, their friendship makes it feel almost like fiction where there's it's not just a factual book. Right. But some of the facts that came out of the book, some of the, the studies they did. Uh, I still think about it. It's been yeah. like six months since I read the book, and I don't retain things that well. <laughs> In fact, what was your name? Uh, uh, but, Steve. But, you know, yeah. um, for example, I love the study that the last thing that happens in any event, that's the only thing you remember. If you have a great vacation, yeah. if on the last day they lose your bags, your perception of that mm -hmm. vacation. Now, these mm -hmm. are systematic failures in yeah. the way humans think about things. Yeah. These aren't just a few people. Yeah. They've done studies. And if you're to, say, torture somebody by putting them in cold water mm -hmm. for a period of time, if the cold water is extreme and even of longer duration uh, in one study group, yeah. but the other one, at the very end, they make it kind of warm at the end, even though it's, it's terribly worse 
during the, <laughs> right. the most, most the majority of, of the torture, they will remember that and say it wasn't so bad. So bad, yeah. Uh, because it was a tiny bit lukewarm at the end. But if yeah. you made it extra cold at the very end, but it was yeah. a tiny duration, yeah. I hope I'm explaining this correctly, yeah. that's all people will remember. Yeah. And that's a systematic failure in the way we think of things. Mm-hmm. Which know? we have points to eight of the, the Joe Paterno kind of yeah. kind of argument yeah. a bit that we, we tend to forget every, the big picture kind of thing. Listen, this is the whole base of, basis of my comedy career. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how bad I've been for 44 minutes. If I can land that final and trust joke, me. <laughs> it's been bad. And, I'm see, and I've seen it. You rarely do. Rarely, as, long as, as long as I can get people to smirk yeah. for that 45th minute. <laughs> they leave they thinking like, yeah. all right, uh, I, guess he, I guess he was okay. I think yeah. about that a lot when I'm on stage. I'm like, the, the closer really is huge. And I remember yeah. when I didn't have any closer for many years, and uh, I was like, I would tell my wife, we weren't even married yet, but I'd be like, until I have a closer, I don't think I'm legitimately can headline. It's just, right. uh, you, you, you have to be able to close. Yeah. And it, it's a... Uh, it's a frustrating thing when you just have like one little joke that works, yeah. but it's like you're, their memory isn't, they're not uplifted. You right. Know? Um, there's, there's got to be, you, and you've seen it. I've seen guys who I'm like, oh, this guy's barely an opener, but he's got, he's got, he's got a great closer. <laughs> he's got one. Up inside <laughs> of but it's one great bit yeah. that, that you can, you can make a, a career on. Yeah, because all of a sudden that that yeah. wraps it. it. Doesn't matter what people thought for forty minutes. If, yeah, if you you have something big to yeah. So that was one thing that I yeah, took that out of the one. book. I also I like the idea that uh, that happiness in the book that happiness is um, um, has to do with perceived changes rather than just where you are. Mm. Yeah, for let me try to make it more clear. You take two people. Uh, they both have five million dollars. Yeah. Now this seems logical, but I'll you know. Yeah. And one's extremely happy and one's sad. Uh, the people that are happy, of course, went from zero and just won five million dollars. Yeah. Uh, the people that are sad were at ten million and then they went down to five. Now, in some ways, you'd think they should be equally happy, but of course, one group just gained and one lost, right. and that loss and gain is what really affects our happiness level. Right. And that seems pretty logical. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but what strikes me about that is, and this is something that I've always wondered about, is it better to just be satisfied with what you have? Uh, yeah. Uh, isn't it easier to just be satisfied with whatever you have than to keep trying to acquire more? Isn't it, yeah. isn't it easier? Easy, yeah, I think so. But, I think but, so, because then you have but, less But there's a word too. for that. There's a word for that. They say that's complacency. Right. So that's a Content, negative word. Yeah. yeah. Now, but is that really a ne- isn't that a more logical way to exist? If you have enough food yeah. and water and everything else, isn't yeah. it better to just be satisfied with your current situation than to keep trying to improve it? And I see that from health standpoint, too. Right. Um, I could fight to get this whole skin thing worked out. Yeah. And I could, I mean, I wouldn't have to fight anyone even. Really. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying I could put lotions on every morning yeah. and night. I could take, you know, I, I was taking some medicine for a while, which worked, but I thought it had side effects. Right. You can go to doctors. That always invariably makes you unhappy. Mm-hmm. And I have some, I've had some other health problems. Yeah. And I think what made me feel better about my health problems about three years ago when things settled down 
is they didn't really settle down. They were about the same, but I started to say, you know what? I'd rather just accept that this is the way things are right now and enjoy the moments where it doesn't seem that way Mm -hmm. than to constantly be working towards trying to fix these things, which some of them are are not significant. Right. I mean, you know, I don't know. I I, I think you're right. Some people call that complacency, and the problem is that doesn't get you ahead of the next guy. Right. No, but it, but it is, it's that thing. I, I remember, I remember my mom saying like one time, you know, like she hoped all us, all her kids would be, would be happy. And I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, you know, just you're happy where you are. And I was, and, and so she didn't say successful, but I, I do think we get those two confused a lot. And I'm yeah. not saying my mom, my mom just as well gets right. those confused. And you and I have been lucky to travel the world. So I don't know if it's just, you know, we're in a capitalist kind of society in America, because I think it's everywhere. I don't think I've run into people who don't consider, you know, whatever you want to call it, the rat race or whatever, that that, that the, the person ahead of you must be happier than mm-hmm. you are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and the, that we're all driven, rather than just being like, wow, the guy, who, the guy who's got what he wants and, and seems content, that's really the, yeah. the complacent guy. That's right. the guy who, who's found what he likes, and yeah. he's, he's there, and, yeah. right? But we don't, we don't give that credit. Yeah. And you know, look, I've seen your life yeah. and you have no right to be happy. I know. And I don't yet, understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm coming here you every have week. Nothing to feel good <laughs> to about. You. I mean, look, you're dressing up as Lawrence Thomas. <laughs> 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 but um but you know what? Let's let's yeah. do a real quick. But great book. Yeah, it's yeah, a great book. Check book. it out. Uh Michael Lewis. There's so much in it. I wish you know, I'll have my, to read it again. I want to say my big takeaway from it is, and, and you and I love talking about this, is this is what I love. These guys have studied, and again, not just psychologists, two of the smartest guys probably that have ever lived. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's what's amazing is they do this teamwork stuff that uh, unearthed all these these real studies uh, of how we think wrong. Yeah. And, and, and the, the great thing was is, is what you and I say are most people don't know anything. Yeah. Like, including us. Like, yeah. every, every time you have some blanket statement that you think, well, this is how the world works, right. it's probably wrong. Well, you know, the, I mean? you know one, of the, one of the guys, that's what really made him tick. He loved yeah. to disprove these things that he had thought his whole yeah. life. And he found that, you know, liberating to be like, yeah. you know what? I actually know less than I even thought. This is right. one of the smartest guys ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, things he had always assumed to be true. Yeah. He would spend two years on a theory that, yeah. he had, that everyone has thought was true for the last 300 years. Right. And disprove it. Yeah. And it would, you know, for example, I mean, I don't remember all of them. You know, the book is filled with pages that are turned down. Do you do that where you just turn down a little part of the yes, page? Yeah, you yeah. And there's like a hundred pages turned down. Basically, I should just turn down the whole book. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, because just reread the whole thing. Because there's so many moments where I was like, wow, I never thought of that. Yeah. <clears throat> but one of the big things they say is that our instincts... Uh, shouldn't be trusted. That that right. that really we are so bad at uh, at odds, and so you know mm-hmm. we're so bad at figuring out probabilities that yeah. we can't trust our instincts because they're based on you know uh, on on theories that that aren't yeah. correct. And we fill in the blanks with backstories that aren't true. One more thing, just thing. just yeah. before we go about this topic, because I know this this blew my mind. Um, my favorite part of the book, one of my favorites, was that the you know you've got you've got these. Uh, uh, theories of, of loss versus gain, where mm-hmm. if you tell someone they're going to win uh, $10,000 uh, and it's almost for sure they're going to win it yeah. versus, say, uh, $3,000, they will win it for you sure, positive. 100%. Yes. They'll take the $3,000 victory. For, you know, they, they'll, they'll walk away from the ten grand because that probability was only 50%. Yeah. But if they say, well, you've lost 
you know, $3,000 for sure, but you might lose $10,000. They'll take the, they'd rather, they'll, they'll chase the 10,000. No, chase, yeah. no, no, wait. They'll, 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 or you might lose nothing. That's what right. it was. God, I blew this whole thing. No, but yeah, they change. We change on loss versus we don't. Yeah. We don't. We don't weigh the odds. We take much more risks yeah. when there's loss involved than gain. Mm-hmm. Read the book. I, I know. I, I, confu- I confused you yeah. there, but let me just do this. Oh. Yeah, those guys were just sitting there there's waiting a, to play a little yeah. music, and you know, it's like um, I know they get frustrated over there because <laughs> you know I don't do an episode for. You know, for a month or something, and yeah. then they, they, um, you know, they're just sitting there waiting. Yeah, they're waiting. Uh, so, I mean, it, well, they don't get rusty for sure. They sound as, no, as they, good they as they did the first they, time. They, they always sound ready, and that's yeah. the thing. They're, they're, they're true professionals. Class acts. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. really are. Um, Rorschach test, uh, uh, zebra racing. Mm. Uh, what's the holdup? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, my understanding is, are they faster than horses? Uh, oh, they're faster than horses? Are they? I, th- I thought the I just said that. I don't even. You know, it's not even my understanding. I just said that. <laughs> but what what does it matter? That's what a conversationalist does, does. I'm like my understanding based on the research. <laughs> um, what does it matter? It's fun to watch the strike. I think run. you took the wrong idea from that book. Is that now you could just make up facts <laughs> <laughs> because nothing is true. Our instinct. Yeah. But uh, what does it matter? Even if they're slower. I mean, we watch. Uh, greyhound racing or horse racing or uh, people racing yeah. or, you know, we watch a lot of different turtle racing they have in some places. People will race anything. Yeah. Yeah. Car um, racing. So the, there's a dump, bunch of different speeds. I think we got room for zebras. Right? Yeah. And people will watch anything. People will, Have you seen girls softball? People will watch Yeah. That. No, I'm joking. I like girls softball. <laughs> no one will. Oh, yeah, no, 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 you're no, joking about you. Like <laughs> I actually like it. I saw a... Um, did I tell you the girls softball story where I was, I was watching Chance's baseball game um, and, but I was standing in center field and I looked over to the other side and there was a girls softball playoffs game for Maricosta oh, okay. high school. And this man was pacing around. He was about this, I don't know. He, he must've been, uh, uh, extremely giant man. Yeah. Uh, giant sort of, I think a Samoan man. He okay. Yeah. He, um, and he was pacing, and he looked like he was sweating. He couldn't even watch. And I walked over. I go, "What's what's going on?" And he's like, "My my my, my daughter's pitching." Oh, and it was a playoff game, yeah. one game elimination. And I started to really get into it, yeah. you know. And I really started to watch and enjoy this girl's softball game. And uh, I was like consoling him when you know it was a tight <clears> game. Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, she's gonna get out of this. She's gonna she's looking good, you know." Right. Uh, and she kept getting out of jams and he was like drenched with sweat. He was really having a heart attack. Yeah. And I understand having to watch even far away when chance is hitting, I got to stand really far away. Yeah. Somehow it makes it easier. Right. And, uh, he's standing out in the center field, right? I'm getting into the game. I've forgotten my chances game at this point. They're <laughs> yeah, losing yeah, like, they're losing like 40 to nothing, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and the game, I'm getting into the game. It's really good sport. It's a great sport. Yeah. Uh, softball, um, you know, the way they play at the high school or college level, these these ladies are amazing. And um, so I'm watching, and, and finally uh, she loads the bases, uh, and she's one strike away from losing the entire game, and, of course, they'll be eliminated. Yeah. So it's 3-2, and I'm, like, kind of hanging on to him, like, she's going to get through this. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. like, like oh, get through the surgery, yeah, right. right? And he's like, can't watch. And she gets out of the inning. Oh, nice. She manages to strike out that hitter and then induce, like, a double play or something. And they win the game in the following inning. Oh. And it was such a great moment. He kind of, 
we he won and we're like high-fiving yeah. and he kind of comes comes up to me and he's like i do not know you but you will always be my friend. And he like gives me a hug. It was like, a, it was so like, yeah, like it was yeah. so like, and I was tearing up too. <laughs> right, I was right. like, I'm like, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, you're going all the way, you know? And, um, so that was really cool. But so I, awesome. I really got into girls softball and I started, I even watched with the kids. I watched the, uh, you know, the, the, the college softball, mm-hmm. which, okay. Some of the college softball players, the women, the pitchers have a mask now. Oh, Did yeah, you see that? I don't know. I haven't seen that. Not, they're not wearing the hat. About half yeah. of them have chosen to have a mask. Go to the mask now. And I mean, I love the sport, but it's it's called softball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not like uh, you know, uh, exploding glass ball or sharp, right. Right. jagged edge ball. Right. Like it's already called softball. <laughs> they already made the ball soft. So stop worrying about it hitting you in the face. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something like I mean I'm all for I'm I'm for equality. I you should not wear a yeah. mask because we're all equal. But the come on, you know it's you not a, point. you know what's a, what uh, do they use a hard don't they use a hard ball though? Isn't it just a bigger hard ball? It's a bigger hard softball, but it, but it's not it doesn't have the weight that a baseball has. A baseball it's not has. stitching inside the way yeah. the same way. Yeah, so it is softer. softer. It's not it's yeah. it's it's just I mean, it's not as soft. It's as like hard. One of those You're right. Big it's not one of those. Kind of not one of those. Yeah. It's not one of those. It's not really the rubber one. You're right. Is it? It is harder than the rubber one, but it's softer than a baseball just sure. because it doesn't have the weight. Yeah. So if it hits you, it's not going to be right. as, bad. as bad. But I mean, I'm sure somebody got smacked and hurt, and you yeah. know, now they got the mask on. But look, how far are we going to go with right. this? Armor. With this, are we going to wear full <laughs> armor in every sport because everyone's look? Yeah. I'm the guy walking around with bleeding uh, knees and elbows. Come on now, that's my. I'm Let the you. I'm the bleeding elbow guy. <laughs> right. you know, that's Here, how they yeah, think of me. Go. They don't know who I am. You know. Uh, uh, you know, I'm that guy, so I'm not speaking out of school here. Let's stop worrying about this stuff. Right, right. right. The, the, these sports are filled up with too much armor now. Yes, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, uh, even even just mouthpieces in basketball, it gets to the point where it's like, okay, come on now. Right, yeah. We, we all played without a mouthpiece for many years. Everyone got away with it, yeah. Well, you're a, uh, obviously, do you, do you wear a helmet when you bike? Uh, not on the strand, not yeah. a, not on non you know residential right. streets. Um, yeah, I'll wear a helmet. I mean, I think a helmet is fairly reasonable. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I fought it for a while. That's one did of those you really? things. Yeah, I well, did. Well, at our age, like, in our age, it wasn't cool, that and that's the one good thing right. about kids now is that They've we grown put helmets yeah. on and they grow up with it. But, yeah. Um, do you ever snuck? Have you ever struck out in a? Uh, uh, a, a softball game, I, like a, a just a slow pitch game. I I did, but only I, I, I'm I'm covering my butt on this. Uh, I, I, that I think it's okay because they're they, in softball. They have the uh, foul as it counts as a strike. I fouled the third strike, and so it was a strikeout. You okay, I mean? yeah. yeah. So uh, I had I had taken two strikes and then fouled yeah. one off, and so officially, yes, a strikeout. Yeah, but I, I'm I, not swinging. I don't even know why we have professional sports with yeah. the amount that I can watch uh, little leaguers. I can watch softball. I watched with the kids the other day. I was watching uh, uh, rodeo. I was watching uh, yeah. um, uh, bull riding. Yeah. And by the end, I mean, I, f- I was like experienced. I'm like, oh, that's Max Shavers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, I, he's I mean, he's he's playing. Uh, he's he's going to try to not, you know, go at least uh, over eight seconds on uh, Whiskey Sunrise. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. going to be really challenging. Like I was like, and the kids were <laughs> right. in the same boat. Like right. we were all like, you know, yeah. 
placing bets. Uh, you know, we had some um, some skittles. We're placing right. bets yeah. on each thing. I mean, and I was into it on a level where I would watch bull riding in a heartbeat yeah. again. Like, I'm surprised professional sports even are at the level they're at in terms of people spending money for it because ever, all this, you know, high school softball is so entertaining. I mm-hmm. could watch, I, I'm very curious, I would go watch any of those games. Yeah, it, it, that, I think that's what's been proven in, uh, again, ESPN has gone this way about the, the stories and the backstories. They can make anything interesting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. the Olympics are that way where they focus on, they just, that by the time the competition comes up, you're you're in it for some other reason, and you can you can ba- you can basically watch anything. Like, yeah, you know, um, I agree. Golf is boring to watch, but I'll get caught yeah. up sometimes. Oh, just just by yeah. the end, be like because of the competition yeah. part of it. Yeah, uh, if lady listeners, and I think I've told you this theory before. There are no there are no lady oh, listeners at this point. <laughs> Tassels, I've insulted listening? them. I've Tassels? insulted them too much with my. They're like, "What are this bleeding elbow guy?" No, go on. I was just gonna say, don't date a don't date a rodeo guy. Really? Do not never date a rodeo guy. Really? For your reason, you brought up in the bed. If they last eight seconds, they're happy. <laughs> and the minute they get off you, two clowns run in the room <laughs> to save them. So just don't. And, it's and, a bad. but at least some of them still wear cowboy hats. Some wear helmets, but some wear cowboy. That's hats. the other thing. So they they're yeah. they're on the where we were ten years ago with the bicycle helmet. Yeah, right. Some of them are. It's not of cool to wear the it, helmet. Of course, it's smart. It's like you're on a bull. Of course, for God's it's smart sake. To wear it. He's gonna kick you. Me and my head, son was right? like, how come he's not wearing a helmet? I'm like, he thinks he's too tough for that. And why? Why? And listen, to go to the other the other side of it uh, again the guy in the in the cowboy hood looks cooler but you're inside you're in a stadium here you know yeah, what I mean? you're not yeah, outside no doing the rodeo there's yeah. no sun blocking yeah, you're, right, you're, you're, right. you're just wearing it for show anyways well maybe they should show the softball pitchers the picture of the guy on the bull wearing a cowboy hat and be <laughs> yeah, like look it's called softball yeah right right there's a uniform yeah yeah uh, it's not glass sharp glass ball or <laughs> yeah. poke your eye in the stick ball <laughs> I don't know. I'm going down that road nail too far. Ball. <laughs> nail ball. <laughs> What's it's called? Nail ball. But, uh, but yeah. I love the way these. I, I love watching them play. It's it's pretty amazing. We were talking about sports the other day about the, how hard these guys. How, how they're always praising themselves for how hard they work. <clears throat> yeah. The athletes. They're always. Uh, I, I think that's comical. I think I might have mentioned this on on another show, but. I think it's comical how much credit these athletes get. He puts in the work. He puts in the work. He's, he's like, one of the guys. First he outworks guy everybody yeah, on the work, floor. Right, he's the yeah. first guy when the gym opens. Right. And the gym closes, he's still there. He's, there. And he's putting he's in working. the work. You know what? The rest of us, we work on sports for fun. Like right. we'll, we'll do it for, we'll we'll do it for. for I spent hours for, on. I spent hours court. working on my hook Thank shot. Right. With no, I'm five six. There's no, <laughs> yeah. there's no upside here besides hitting a hook no shot in no, a gym at right. the twenty four yep. hour fitness, and I'm still doing it for fun because it's fun. You're right. It's fun work. Yeah. So it's not. I mean, I'm not denying there's a lot of hard work that goes mm-hmm. into great athletes, but. Let's be real. These, but we, these, it should be tempered with that caveat, right? That, right. That, yeah. Hey, they're having fun while they're doing it. It's right. A pretty cool it's, job. it's not. No one. You said it. You said this. No, nobody. Nobody's going and doing their accounting on the weekends just for fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've been right. No one's putting right. in that work. That's work. Those right. are the heroes. Yeah. These athletes are not heroes. Um, yeah. And and it and it, it really is. I know I've mentioned this probably every episode now in history, but this. We are really just rooting for genetics. I, if you were to short, if you were to take these same athletes yeah. who are six eight, two hundred and seventy five pounds, you're taking LeBron James and you're you're to you're to shrink him down to five six with a, a elbow skin problem. Yeah, you know, um, 
which is totally irrelevant to this conversation, <laughs> but you, you short him down. Yeah. I just don't think he's equally as good at dunking. Yeah. Oh, you know what course, I mean? Of course. <laughs> it's There's just, no way. It's just, I, you're, yeah. 99% of the population is eliminated at birth and we're still mm-hmm. giving and we're still paying to see them. To some extent, I'm, you know, I'm much more impressed with, let's say, an Isaiah Thomas, who's 5'6". And he's, right. again, I'm coming from a short guy's perspective, but it's also yeah. true. If you see these guys at the, at, the, at, the, at the airport, you see a group of basketball players at the airport, you realize we've all been eliminated at birth. This is, they should be in the circus. Right, right. They're, they're freaks. They what? are. They're freaks. Yep, they're, they're giants. And, and I'm not saying them. that in a mean way. It's great that they're able to do this, but I don't want to hear about the hard work. Right. What about the guy, because uh, we've all met this guy too, the, the kind of tall six foot five oaf, and you're like, oh, you ever play basketball? I always, people always ask me, no, I've never played basketball. Are you, are, are you a little bit like... Well, God damn it! You should have. I know. Like, well, no, I say. I say. I used to say on stage, "You are a waste of a tall person." Yeah, yeah exactly. You should like, kill yourself off. <laughs> I mean, you, if you're over six six, yeah. I mean, you you had this this advantage over everybody, and um, that's one thing they say. Sometimes they say that the seven footers often don't work as hard because they never really loved basketball. They were just thrust into they it because they pretty much had to. Sure. Now that I understand, maybe yeah, some of, of them course. didn't love There's it. A, yeah. And again, I'm not denigrating all the hard work that's being done or, or mitigating it. I mean, it's it's. I'm sure there is a lot, a lot of hard work done, but God darn it, I've I've worked very hard at athletics my whole life to, yeah. for nothing, just because it's joyful. Right. I mean, so I think they're very fortunate. Now, a lot of them remember that and appreciate where they are. Right. But um, it's it's like we talk about luck a lot, and I love talking to you about this kind of thing. Where you, yeah. People don't when they're. Once once they get super successful, they they just they have a story about how it was everything the work they put in and the, the yeah. thing and they, yeah they, they we may have talked about factor. this on this podcast yeah. but I don't care because I think it's so funny that yeah. Monopoly study is the great right where they, right where they give one group Monopoly and they give them all the best uh, real estate yeah, yeah. in the Monopoly game and they start the game with all the best real estate right. and the others start from scratch and the ones that win of course are the ones that already had the head start right. and those particular people always in the surveys say no I just I learned that game good I was just I was really better than the right, other players right, exactly. they never give it credit that they started with this head start. Right. I mean, um, and, you know, our, our goal in this country or anywhere, I would hope, is just to give people equal opportunity. Right. But to some extent, that's not always realistic because there's luck involved. If you're born seven mm-hmm. feet tall and you have a beautiful, uh, you know, uh, strength level and strength, you know, speed level, whatever, mm-hmm. body, you you have a pretty built in advantage. Yeah, so you're ahead of, of the game you, already. It, it makes yeah. sense. You should. You should have some uh, hard work to throw into the mix too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, um, let's let's move it along to something we like to call. Since you've been gone, since you've been gone. God, that's since you've been gone. <laughs> since you've been gone. Once they sing a song, it, it's theirs. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. It is. It is. It's, yeah. You're right. It's theirs. They don't. They don't ever. Uh, you don't attempt it after they do. Yeah, you're right. Um, so you know, it's all part of my uh, seize the summer campaign year two. I uh, mm. I seized the summer. You know, I know. I think you know. I went to the Bay Area, Arge's wedding, yep. and the whole thing, and uh, and uh, it took the kids out of school for a week. I'm like, come on, it's kindergarten, right? Really, right? And the teacher was upset because he wasn't oh. learning the graduation song or something and i was like you know what 
I, I think uh, he's learning more important things. I don't remember mine, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. my graduation <laughs> from kindergarten. So, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it may be a sign Let's of better things to come. Trips. We, we, <laughs> we seized the summer. Uh, as you, you know, should. When we traded our, you know, we traded our house with these people from Sausalito. Yeah. And I knew, okay, so they sent me this thing, this manual. It was a guide to their house. Right, right. And it was a 35-page <laughs> guide, okay, about, like, the technology. They had, like, lights that, like, you could say, Alexa, can you please change the lights to blue? And the lights would change to Ooh. blue or green. Yeah. Like, and then sometimes I would get Alexa to like fight with uh, with Google. Oh, because I had a Google yeah. one. I'd be like, well. hey, uh, Alexa, make friends with Google, and they'd start talking to each other, <laughs> the two the two speakers. <laughs> anyway, it it was a super amazing house. We got in there, and and I just felt embarrassed. Thirty five pages they sent us right. about that place, and I sent them literally an email just saying like, hey. Uh, you know, jiggle the handle if it's, you know, this is basically a list of like seven things that are right. broken. Like, right. don't yeah. turn on the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the dishwasher because the, 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 the uh, water actually spit out of it onto you. Like, I was like, there's like six weird things in the house. I'm like, only one uh, door works so, with the lock. They're all right. else rusted now. Like, and they had this just this manual. Uh, these manual amazing of, yeah, things. I mean, they had, awesome. an, they had an elevator. Oh, in the uh, yeah, nice. it was amazing. It was how just many, amazing. How many stories was it? Well, you know, Sausalito is so you know everything's built into right. the hill, so it was really like a giant treehouse. Yeah. Now it might have been three stories, but it was a t- small three stories. Yeah. It was a beautiful. It was a wonderful, a wonderful trade, and they ended up loving it here actually because we've got the ocean yeah. and everything. And but I just felt so embarrassed. Like there are people that are so adult. Like that's the thing. I'm 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 over the age of thirty now. I don't want to even hint at what I am, but. People are so adult. They're so like, yeah. you know, I, I've noticed <coughs> that at your so house. Much. I've noticed yeah. that at your house. Denise is very, your wife is very like particular about the kind of furniture you have and mm-hmm. like everything's mm-hmm. just so, and there's like a, what is it called? Feng shui? Yeah. Yeah. The feng shui. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like each room has a, you know, and we're like, uh, hey, uh, just you know, try to tape up the beanbag chair when it leaks. You know, I just right, feel like right. really like it's like. And our excuse is we live near the beach. It's yeah. beachy. That's yeah, always right, sort of right. an excuse yeah. for you, you uh, for we don't have, we don't do shit at our house. Like the, you know, all the all the doors are broken. It's beachy. You know, feel yeah. that wind coming in from the ocean. You know, um, but we tried to seize the summer and um, uh, we found a we were we were we went to a KOA on the way back. Me and the kids and uh, yeah, I sent you camping. this. We found yeah. the. We found a, uh, a rattlesnake. Yeah, it was a scary picture. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's it looks like with a rattlesnake. Okay, but it's it's a um, the rattlesnake wasn't alive. Yeah, and uh, so we it was just <laughs> the greatest practical joke because we found this rattlesnake on the middle of the road, like a hundred degree yeah. day, right near San Luis Obispo. And the rattlesnake's not alive, but it looks really yeah. like it's still alive. It, I bet it died within the last six hours. Oh or something. wow! Well. Now I had a stick, and I was really trying to make yeah. sure it wasn't alive because I was really yeah. nervous. And uh, sure, so we were driving away. Well. I moved it to the edge of the road. I didn't want to get run over. And uh, we were driving away, and I go, "Chance, we could do the greatest practical joke on your mom." Yeah. So we drove back. We took all these pictures with him, like playing with <laughs> the snake, with the right? Snake. <laughs> so we get home. <laughs> Because April wasn't with us. She was in Chicago. And uh, uh, so we get home, and April's like, that was a trip. And I'm like, oh, look at these pictures. And I showed her all these other pictures first. <laughs> you and just like, slope later. And then she was like, well, what's that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, God darn it. Chance, he just, we have to teach him more about the outdoors. He was just, 
he was playing with a snake, a rattlesnake, and I just, I, I mean, come on, like really, <laughs> have some common sense. And she's like, he did what? And I was like, and I start showing him the other pictures. He's got it like ha- hanging up in the air. It's got he's that's on a stick. Put it looks mouth. so real. <laughs> And she's freaking out. He's using it as a belt. (laughs) She was freaking out. It was so fun to watch. The hardest part about a practical joke is when you end up laughing. When do you you let it go? Yeah. It's so hard not to laugh. Right, right. That was the hard part. Yeah. Um, you know that that was a real challenge, but eventually I started laughing, and she yeah. knew. But then we sent it to you because I thought maybe I'd try it where you don't have to be there, and you didn't buy it at all. Well, I, I saw it and I was like, well, I just know you. You're you're more protective of that. I mean, it was a shocking thing, but I was like, well, this must be some kind of snake I don't know or looks like looks dangerous, but it's not. I didn't I didn't even consider that it was a yeah, it, it was a, a dead one. Um, yeah, because I, I would assume you had to take a lot of precaution to ensure it's dead, right? Like, oh yeah, like it's not sleeping, it's not yeah, like yeah, I had you know, sex it's with not it. Dormant. Oh, all right. well, that's <laughs> then of course it was dead. Who else would have sex with you? <laughs> No, I mean really though, I uh, I did test it a bunch. Yeah. I was really paranoid it would wake up. What I probably spent if you five shook minutes. Shook its tail? Would it rattle? Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And well, because Chance didn't believe it at first, it was a rattlesnake. I'm like, I'm absolutely certain it's a rattlesnake. Yeah. I grew up with with rattlesnakes in yeah. my home, a lot of them. Yeah, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's the benefit of growing up at the zoo. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but there were a lot that lived in our area. Oh really? And I remember yeah. finding one with my dad and um. That was a weird thing. My dad found one, a baby one. Yeah. Uh, I was on the street. And he uh, he killed it with a rock. Oh, wow. Because he didn't want uh, it to grow big and mm-hmm. hurt somebody mm-hmm. and kill someone in the area. Yeah. A lot of kids in the area. And I was like... Wasn't sure. I was always mixed between if that's a noble gesture, or if that was right. a little too over, yeah. or if that was not cool at all. And I, I, you know, I love my dad. I think his, you know, his intentions were. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't think the rattlesnakes in the world would see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, where there's a podcast going out with some rattlesnakes. I understand like, where he's coming from. Hear about Bob? <laughs> <laughs> some guy who's just crossing the street. <laughs> my nose rattlesnake doing nothing, doing, doing nothing, doing nothing, and now. <laughs> And now his, his dad, his son, is doing practical jokes with rattlesnakes. This is funny. Just play history. around. Play around this dead body. History of discrimination. <laughs> it, was, it was like Weekend at Bernie's with a rattlesnake. <laughs> the kid's taking pictures. Weekend at Bernie's 4. Uh, <laughs> snake rattle and roll or something. Right? Yeah. You know? But yeah, the, the rattlesnakes in the world. History are... repeats itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean... <laughs> I, I do. I have kids. And I do think I understand now. If you if you see something you're afraid will hurt somebody, yeah. you feel like if you don't do something about it, you'd feel guilty later. If mm-hmm. you hear like, let's say, here's somebody got bit a few years later, yeah. and now he's like, I, I bet it was that same rattlesnake that mm-hmm. I saw. And I don't know. I think he that probably he probably did the right thing. Yeah. Um, I always think of them residential on zombie, area on zombie uh, shows. Like yeah, if you see dead a zombie, movie, he's like, why don't you kill every zombie you can? Yeah, go like, ahead you know, and don't don't just run from them. Like yeah. if you, if you get to a place where you can just kill a bunch of them, like you're stopping you're stopping you know yeah. other people from dealing with them. Yeah. Right? yeah, go ahead and kill a few zombies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to. I have so much more to talk to you about, but we're starting to. You know, I think the I band other, looks like it's kind of trying to. Uh, I know you got other appointments. The um, real Lawrence might show up at some point. Yeah, that's.
Yeah, they have a box set coming out actually. Oh, the really? Draw sextet. Yeah, it's. Oh. Uh, they do some duets with bread. Oh, uh, I a... love it. I love me some bread. That's yeah. <laughs> sextet sandwich in between a couple pieces of bread. <laughs> Slide it in there. <laughs> um, Greg Zilla. Uh, he always sends some good ones. Uh, writes uh, at at G Baker one eighty two. Writes, uh, is it a, is there one hundred eighty two G Baker? Something I wonder if. The, oh yeah, maybe that's his lucky number. People's lucky numbers are never in the hundreds. That's a funny thing to. That's think true about. that it gets. It's yeah, always like, what's your lucky point? number? Nine hundred thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always right. right? They people always try to keep them because you know you know. I pulled a good one yesterday. Denise didn't think this was funny, but I thought this was, okay. was this was a good. Uh... It was a live snake in our bed. <laughs> So took your <laughs> took your thing and kind of pushed it to the next level. This will be interesting as a comedian if you appreciate this <laughs> weekend at <joke>. Bernie's. <laughs> if you appreciate, because she did, yeah. she at the end she goes, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. But yeah. like, I thought them this was masterful. Okay, so I, I, I did audience warm up yesterday, okay. right? Yeah, and I had uh, for a, for they were doing a game show, and so I had to entertain the crowd, right? Yeah. So late in the day, I had these uh, Starbucks gift cards I was giving away, and so yeah. there's one group. I walk over to this group, and there's like twelve people sitting. In the audience there they're like we want we want a starbucks gift card i was like hey i'm giving away to the best audience members you know you yeah. gotta be and they're like what if what if we pick your favorite number one from fifth one through 50 and you know and so i think in my head i'm like well, i'll just pick something stupid i'll, yeah. I'll say pie is my favorite okay. number no one's yeah. gonna guess that yeah. right right that's, yeah. that's what i'm thinking but then i was yeah. like so I, I make this big thing because i think it's gonna be funnier if i make it more dramatic i was like all right i'll give it if someone here can guess my favorite number I'll give you the Starbucks giver. I'm making this big yeah, announcement. Yeah. I fear it's got to be big and dramatic. Yeah. I was like, but you, you guys, I'm going to tell you, you're never going to guess it. It's a yeah, tough one. Yeah, like, yeah. you're never going to guess it. And yeah. this girl goes 32. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I hand her the gift card. And everyone cracked up. Like, it was just, you know, that easy. Yeah. You know, the first thing that was yeah. And Denise goes, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I was like, well, oh, I think I, it's hilarious. I set it up like it was going to be hard, and then I, ch- I was going to go with pie, but it just made. I thought the funny part was to act uh, like someone guessed it right away. Yeah, after no, a big I, thing. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm full support. Yeah, so and that's good. what I'm I like glad to you tell where I'm from. Closer. Closer. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I've made the headlining. Today. Yeah. No, it's that is. I, I think it's very funny. I, I didn't twist. expect yeah. that at all. Yeah. What 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 um, uh, what, what do you think is? I mean, I. I how high do people go with their lucky numbers? Because yeah. I'm thinking, you know, luck is luck is not easy to come by. That's why right. it's luck. So really, it yeah. shouldn't be in the first 20 numbers, and yet it often is for most right. people. I think it comes most people up do it often. before 10. I right? think it's maybe. I think it's a bit cocky to be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. a bit presumptuous. What's yeah. your lucky number? Three. Yeah. Well, that happens all the time. Right, right, right. What do you mean? <laughs> That's going to come up like every day or two. But isn't uh, you that, know? Is it, yeah. Is it, or is that smart? Because then they think they're the well, this this thing's working. Yeah, I guess it's coming up one. all the time. Your lucky yeah. number should be one. It should be one, right? If you're planning, if you're playing the odds, your lucky number should be one. Are you greedy? Just stealing too much <laughs> luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone who doesn't need luck, they yeah. should be like 197. Right. You know, like, right. like yeah, uh, I don't need that. Uh, it's got to hit once in a while. That's all I'm going to need, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's interesting. That yeah. is a good. What one. lucky number do you pick? And do you tell people or not? Uh, what the lucky number is? What your lucky number yeah, is? Are you superstitious mine, I, about I, a little bit? I like fifteen, mm-hmm. but I I think it just it's pretty because, greedy. Like, yeah. Pretty greedy. I like uh, it's it's low. Uh, but uh, I I think the reason I liked it I was it was like an early number in little league or mm-hmm. 
or football, and and I like the fifteen ball on a billiard table. I like that okay. color, the stripes, okay. kind of maroon. Okay. Uh, how about you? What do you got? And that was the year you peaked sexually. <laughs> sexually, I, you know, I was telling. It's funny you say this. It is. Yeah. I probably did that yeah. year. Yeah, but I, that is one of my great years. Yeah, because the for me that's like that. That was a great year in fifteen, yeah. like high school, and my team won the Super Bowl. Like all this great stuff happened that year. Do you have a year that you look back on and you're like, well, that was one of the best years, right there? Yeah, it was uh, 1954. I wasn't 50, alive yet. <laughs> That's how bad my life's been. <laughs> That's a hell of a year. Though. Yeah, it's a good one. Now, um, yeah, I, I'm very surprised about which years are good. I when I'm going into a year, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. There's no chance in hell this year's going to be good. This seems like a bad number for me. Right. And generally, that's not. It doesn't um, adhere to what I think in advance about the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2014 was a really fantastic year for me yeah actually that was fairly predictable in terms of the numbers i like yeah i'm trying to think um maybe i'm wrong about this 2011 was terrible and i I would have expected that yeah but how much do you value the first number involved with the two because i've got problems two isn't so great so i'm gonna have to wait a while (laughs) (laughs) okay this millennium is gonna suck yeah 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 you're out of it. Um, you know, this brings up a go by. I hate to go backwards, yeah. but you brought up the elevator in the house. What's can you can you have an elevator in a two story house? Like, what's the least number yeah, of good floors? Question. Good question. Um, Unless you're handicapped, of course. You know, or something. That elevator was so fucking fun for the kids and I. Yeah, but I, love um, I would say one level's fine. Even, even. just get yeah, in just, and get just, right just out. Get in and come out the other side. <laughs> Actually, that is is a is a steam shower considered an elevator that doesn't it's go anywhere? Go <laughs> I mean, is an is a is a shower an elevator? It, it doesn't go of. anywhere. It is. Uh, it doesn't yeah. go up or down. Um, yeah, but no, I think I think else. you could do yeah. two stories. It, it's fun. That hill was very steep, and it, it really did make uh, make sense to have it. Yeah. Um, but it was funny. It was one of these, like, it almost seemed like a, I want to say man-made. They're all man-made. Right. But it seemed like almost one that, like, someone did on their own. Kind of jerry-rigged. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that made it more exciting. Yeah. Because I was always wondering, like. There's a zebra pulling it up. And yeah, down yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hit a button. They just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I was just so worried we'd break something. We we were perfect. They, they'd, they'd like to do the trade again sometime, and that, that felt good because I was just certain. I mean, we walked in, and it was like, oh, these are people that take so much pride in their house, yeah, and I yeah. really want to honor that. Yeah. And um, meanwhile, we're like, you know, most of our belongings are shoved into closets where you open them up, and just things just fall on <laughs> right. you. You, know you what got I mean? kids. I assume do they, have, do they have little kids? They had one. Like the small guy, uh, they don't. They had a, a I think, an eleven year old. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. That's yeah. He's basically on his own. Yeah, yeah. It's a she, but she. It was. A, it was. A, but yeah. It's they. They seemed to enjoy it. We loved it. But the kids walked into the glass like there was yeah. glass everywhere, and they walked into it at first. And I was yeah. like, we better put things in front of everything. In any event, wait. Uh, I'm here's imagining one. Cameron's house in uh, Ferris Bueller, like that kind of. Yeah, it was like that. Music. You know what? It yeah. was like that. Yeah. It's like wow. Um, you know, uh, if you have the means, I highly recommend <laughs> I highly it. Rec- <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg Zilla writes, is it okay to mess with the bass treble settings while driving someone else's car? Ooh. Now, I, I, when I first read this, I thought, mm-hmm. great question, Greg Zilla. Um, 
this is almost an essential question of human yeah. nature. I mean, first of all, if someone else is driving it, it, while driving someone else's car, but do you, do you put them back at the end? Do you try to remember what they I were? Think, put yeah. them back. Um, I'm a treble guy. <laughs> you're I, a tre- like I know you're a treble. I like you treble more it. than yeah. most guys. You're yeah. a treble. Yeah. Um, that's uh, yeah. It's a good question. Well, it's a it's a good, that's a nice practical joke too to just mess with them purposely. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? And then get in the car and trash them later. Be like, what the hell's up with your treble? Yeah, you your know? treble's way out of let, whack. Let people let people think you he, you know he was more of a yeah. That'd be a funny practical guy. joke if you're a guy good at this kind of thing where you add other, you know, tra- tramblase. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you add like different. <laughs> things like right. so now there's five categories yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be adjusted your yeah. tramblase is all messed up yeah um yeah i think okay for one thing i don't like i don't think you're allowed to reach over and do anything while someone else is driving unless you ask so if you're in the passenger seat you're yeah saying, i i that, think i usually think the passenger gets the can can play with the i think they have to say something to me that the was always the mark of women like they're a navigator i think of them the navigation but the music i always thought that, that that's a bad date that was always mm. a bad start for me where you're in the car with mm. her you've driven maybe two or three miles yeah uh and all of a sudden she just leans over just starts laying into your sound system she's uh, adjusting she's yeah. changing the song yeah. she's adjusting the volume just the treble the bass <laughs> right then she goes to the back seat right uh it starts making out with some other guy because it's a double date and then things get more and more crazy you know i don't know you know what i mean though yeah well that's why i'd like it if a woman did that because it's the closest i'd get is when she leaned over <laughs> to get closest a little closer yes yeah she's making out with the magazine because it Feel smells like better car. than i do <laughs> My car has is weird. It's got a base button way over here on the yeah. left side. <laughs> like, what about going it. through your glove compartment? You ever have a girl at a date, yeah. like just gonna open your glove compartment? Mm-hmm. Is that appropriate mm-hmm. just to see what's no. inside? Yeah. That's, that's that's where that's I keep far. my handgun. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah, you that, know that that was too far. You know, yeah. But they start looking through things. To that, that I was concerned. Mm-hmm. They look through stuff. Yeah. Um. You know, your wallet. Uh-huh. Looking through it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't think we answered it. Alex P. Um, at the Olex writes, Pufferfish, irritable hedgehog of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah, right? that's awesome. Yeah, I think, yeah, 100%, right? Yeah. I, um, I mean, I love it when we take these animals from one area and put them in another yeah it, it goes to uh you know my i don't think i've espoused this on uh on your podcast but my my theory you and i have talked about where i think there's really only about eight molds of people mm-hmm. yeah i think i, like I think this yeah. kind of goes to to fish too to well uh, to animals that basically it is like like it, whatever if you believe there's a creator or not or however it happened you know uh you know it just naturally happened that that it still didn't go too far. That someone was like, "Well, there's a hedgehog this way. Let's do one in the ocean as well." I think I think he's onto something. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when people go, "That's not a sea snake. That's an eel." Oh, come on, <laughs> exactly. Come right. on now. I Dolphins ain't... aren't fish. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. It's swimming, isn't it? <laughs> Hey, listen, buddy, I gotta go. Uh, but yeah. I, look, come on back. I think I would love to. Out. I think I need more help. So yeah, I'll definitely be I back. I definitely think you yeah. need more help. <laughs> <laughs> no argument. Thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
Now leaving Nerdist.com. 